Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. My name is Nate Thurston. Across from me is Charles Most Hated Thompson. How's it going today, Most Hated co-host of the show? Well, living the dream like usual. Good. I, t- I take the hate. You know, someone has to bear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and my uh, pronouns are heavy crown <laughs> because someone has to bear the hatred of the world. So just right up there with Jesus then. No, I'm, I'm not going to say thing. I'm the same as Jesus. That's not what I'm going to say. Not exactly the same. No. Okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't not say pretty close. <laughs> you wouldn't correct someone if they did say no, that. I'm just, I just, you know, have to bear the, the sins of the world <laughs> on my back. <laughs> but, I, but it's different from Jesus. <laughs> but it's different. Yeah. Way different. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because well, so we live in 2021. This is your favorite sacrilegious uh, Liberty <laughs> podcast that there is out there. Good morning, Liberty. Make sure you smash that follow button. That's not how we are at all, by the way. It's just uh, the randomness that we seem to go with. Every episode, you never know what kind of random that we tried to make it as awkward as possible for That's the first right. three or four minutes of the show. Just to see if you're, if you're, if you can make the cut. It's a filter. Exactly. Is what it is. We yeah. only want the people that make it through that first few minutes. The people who can't make that, they're not going to like our show. So they no. just have to go somewhere they'll else. They'll chalk us up to some, uh, they'll leave, uh, like Matt Waffle. You know, they'll <laughs> Waffles. leave, they'll leave, uh, ratings and reviews that don't reflect the actual, uh, the show itself. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll just make up lies. Fake news. And they'll say that, yeah, we're just another run of the mill fake libertarian podcast but uh, what you get here is the truth but we have to weed you out at the beginning to make sure you can handle all the sarcastic and it's heavy and craziness that goes on here and dryness it gets pretty dry mm-hmm. sometime which is fine that's the best kind and of look, humor it's not our fault if the joke goes over your head <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> if you don't think it's funny it's because you just don't get it that's, that's exactly you need to work right. on that yeah okay this is white pill wednesday also by the way this is the day of the week where we talk about only good things and how stuff's gonna be okay and it's all gonna get better and even though we talk about negative stuff all the other times Today is the day where we try to focus on positive things. I did kind of a half and half white pill last Wednesday. The live group keeps going with the with the Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, thing. yeah. Sorry it's, for if anyone's offended, see, but jokes, that's your fault. Jokes are funny. I think a blasphemy joke is hilarious. Joke landed. All right, so it's White Pill Wednesday. We're going to talk about good stuff. We're going to talk a little a little bit about Elon Musk's recent interview with Wall Street Journal. I think is the one that was running that. It was a CEO forum thing that they were doing. We've got some news on the vaccine front, a little bit of uh, shipping and capitalism front. 
But first, I have to tell you guys to go to goodmorningliberty.locals.com if you want to get in the live group and interact with us on a daily basis, at least me on a daily basis. You never know what you're going to get with Chuck. But if you want to get in here and interact with me for sure every day of the week when we want, then you want to go to goodmorningliberty.locals.com and join for as little as five bucks a month. Go do it. I think one of the obvious, most stark differences between myself and Jesus Christ is I'm, I don't have holes in my hands. <laughs> God save us all. It just went right for it. You see, I, just, I skipped over that joke earlier. I still have I, I skipped over, hands. which means you're not as, as Jesus cool. Jesus had tattoos either. Probably so. less tattoos, lower end of the tattoos. But you know, spectrum. the hatred and the mockery of me, it's everything else is the basically same. Basically the yeah, same. You're just I, alive. Yeah, I'm alive, and uh, well, he's alive too. But well, he's, yeah, not. Yeah, I mean, I meant sense. in the physical sense, yeah. you're still here. I'm still. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we should get onto the in white a, pill news. In a, well, this is good news. <laughs> okay, I mean, that I'm the fact that someone is bearing the hatred of the world. So you're saying that the good news of the world today is you. <laughs> <laughs> it's Good Wednesday. I, I'm bringing Charlie's. Okay. I bringing the I good news. Okay, <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> okay, who else is bringing the good news? We got some more U.S. courts out there blocking some of these vaccine mandates. I didn't expect this one. This right here comes from CNBC. You know, we talked a lot about the vaccine mandates and how, well, the the one for the federal contractors, that'll probably fly uh, because they work for the government and therefore they'll be able to do whatever. <laughs> we just got to not read the live group and keep going. It's so good. If you're not, if you haven't joined with the live group, you have to join. It's so funny. Morningliberty.locals.com. <laughs> hey. I'm just going to keep interrupting you with. I know. The latest here is Mary Chuckmas. <laughs> Which is so good. U.S. court temporarily halts Biden's vaccine mandate for federal contractors nationwide. A U.S. district court in Georgia halted the Biden administration's vaccine mandate for federal contractors on Tuesday, writing that the president likely exceeded his authority. And in its practical, is a quote here from the judge, in its practical application, it operates as a regulation of public health. It will also have a major impact on the economy at large as it limits contractors and members of the workforce's ability to perform work on federal contracts. Accordingly, it appears to have vast economic and political significance. The court said the mandate is costly. Well, hang on. That's crazy to me that mm-hmm. it's because of the economic impact. That's and all why. Of that. Yeah. Like th- that shouldn't be what your deciding factor is. It shouldn't matter what is going to happen to the economy based on something that's constitutional or not. It, it shouldn't on a philosophical me, standpoint, on a legal standpoint, when it does affect the economy, that's when the rules start to kick in. Right. This so, is what bugs me about judges. It's just so ridiculous. They take into to consideration all the different factors, which they shouldn't. It should be, does the, does the action have any merit whatsoever in regards to the Constitution? The answer is no. Uh, the mandate is likely is costly, laborious, and likely to result in a reduction in available members of the workforce. Not a reason. Still, not a reason. You shouldn't have judges not, deciding like economic impact. Right. I'm They're not, not saying, economists. I'm not saying he's wrong, yeah. but it does. That shouldn't matter. None of that should matter. Yeah. The court told the Biden administration to halt enforcement of the mandate in all covered contracts in any state or territory of the United States of America. So my real white pill part with this is that we have a system of government of checks and balances and at least for the vaccine mandate side of things 
the system of checks and balances seems to be working. Now, they've allowed a lot of other stuff <coughs> to happen that we don't agree with. Okay, uh, but didn't the Louisiana judge also halted? They halted the one for they they the halted OSHA. the the OSHA mandate overall. They halted the uh, the CMS mandate, and now they've halted the federal contractor mandate also. So they are all gone right now. They're all halted temporarily. We'll see how this actually ends up playing out. Now, I think it's going to be, I think they are going to overturn it. And one reason I have a, and some empirical evidence here, which is, um, I don't know if I can share. I, let's just say I know of a hospital system mm-hmm. that is uh, all the people they let go for not being vaccinated. They rescinded their mandate and they're hiring those people back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, H- HCA is going, they sent out a thing saying they weren't going to enforce it either. Now, of course, it, hap- it happened, I think, the day before the official mandate kicked in, the day that you had to be vaccinated, they blocked it. And so likely everyone who was going to get it had already gotten it by that time, which plays to the point that th- this was the idea the entire time. They knew that this was not actually going to hold up in court. This was to this was a show of force to get people to go out and get the vaccine. I don't think they ever had any idea that it was actually going to hold up in court and keep going. This is White Pill Wednesday. We'll stay on the positive side of things. In addition to that, by the way, Charlie, the new the New York City vaccine mandate was just blocked by a judge and a blow to commie Bill de Blasio. Mm. So that's good, too. I just wanted to mention that real quick. The vaccine mandate for New York City employees including the NYPD, has been blocked by a Manhattan court. So this does not speak to the private employer mandate that they just uh, announced the other day. That's probably going to happen a little bit later, and this signals a really good chance that that one's going to get blocked as well. And so, you know, just we do have a system. The executive gets way outside of their purview pretty often, And it's good to remember that we do have a system of checks and balances. And when things aren't done properly, which I don't know how to do this properly, but when they're not actually laws passed by Congress, we'll just say that when they're not passed by legislators, the judges are coming in and saying something about it. When it's convenient. When it is convenient. (laughs) When the political winds are in their favor. This also goes to show, I think, too, that if if, if you take a firm enough stand and you say, we will not comply, then there are times when you can make change. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a good thing. There's enough people that are not willing to go along with the status quo and, um, uh, and be forced to have something. And so they have to rescind it because you have all of these nurses and healthcare workers that are refusing to take it. Um, They're, they're literally can't open beds in hospitals because they're not staffed. Mm -hmm. Um, and so they're they're taking a look at this and being like, okay, well, I guess we can't mandate everybody to do it. Now, whether or not the vaccine's a good idea or not, it doesn't matter. The, what we're talking about here is a mandate yep. and how it shouldn't be legal for the government to mandate that you put something into your body. Now, not to get into this conversation on White Pill Wednesday, which we will not do, but I am interested in the government being the employer for these. I guess it's for the federal contractors. Okay, so that's maybe a little bit different. It's contractors, they're not technically employees of the government. So that's probably where the difference is here. I wonder how the ruling, say, federal employees, if they ended up blocking that, actual federal employees, because they're doing this for New York City. 
And so would you also see a ruling? Would they also rule that a, that a company could not mandate this? You know, in this case, you're saying the government is the employer for this person and they cannot mandate that you have to take the vaccine. So would they also do the same thing if it were a private company, if someone brings that lawsuit? We haven't seen that yet, I don't think. So we'll, uh, we'll see. But chalk this up as a win for liberty so far. Yeah, let's get into this video from Elon That's Musk. That's a good white pill to start off the day. It man. is. And, and so this one here, the reason I see this as a big white pill, because it is talking a lot about politics and all that, and we try to just talk about good things. The white pill for this, the, good, the, the reason this is so good is because this is, a, this is a really big forum here. The WSJ CEO Council, um, a lot of people are going to watch this video. Elon Musk is uh, obviously a very notable figure with a lot of people following him and listening to what he has to say. And maybe... Just maybe this will open up that little door in someone's brain where they start thinking, huh, maybe the government shouldn't do this. You just need that little bit like Inception. We talk a lot about Inception. You just need that idea, that little seed planted in someone's brain, and you just never know what it could actually grow into. So let's hear a little bit about what old Elon had to say right here. About the infrastructure plan and the bill and... Um I wanted to ask you, say tomorrow you get a phone call from Joe Biden and he says... <laughs> I think that's unlikely, but sure. <laughs> okay. You know, he, he just gives you a call and he says, you know, I haven't been talking a lot about Tesla lately, but, you know, what do you, what do you need from this bill? What are your needs? What do you answer him? Um, well, I, 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 to be, I mean, to be totally frank, I'm, I, I, I don't know if we... At least no, no one at Tesla is actually brought up whether they they care about this bill or not. I, I think if this bill happened or didn't happen, I, I, I don't know. We don't think about it at all, really. Okay. It, um, it might be better, honestly, it might be better if the, if the bill doesn't pass. Because um, we've spent so much money, uh, you know, it's like the, 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 the federal budget deficit is insane. Um, you know, it's like $3 trillion, the federal uh, expenditures are $7 trillion, uh, federal revenue is four trillion. That's a three trillion dollar uh, d- difference in. Uh, if this was a company, it'd be a three trillion dollar loss. So uh, I don't know if we should be adding to that loss. That seems pretty crazy. Um, something's got to give. You can't just spend uh, three trillion dollars more than your own uh, every year and expect uh, you know don't expect something bad to happen. I, I think you know this is not good. Um, well, wait, Mitch McConnell is actually in fact, saying. In fact, if I may elaborate on that, the, the, the deficit is more than three trillion when you look at uh, the uh, future obligations. So it's uh, seven trillion of current expenditures, but the it's, it's much more than that if you look at future obligations for Social Security, Medicare, and, and, and so forth. So we're running this incredible deficit. I, I, someone's got to give. I, I I don't know. This this can't keep going. Okay, so that's good. That's a good way to start right there. really good. Now, I, I kind of want to explain uh, this a little bit, uh, economics, between uh, maybe the Austrian school and modern, modern monetary theory, which is, if you think about this like a company um, or your household, so to speak, the modern monetary theory really dives into taking on debt for investment and that if your investment pays off, well, then it was smart to go into debt. If you think about it as a company, right? Tesla lost money for, um, I don't know, at, since its inception. 
and just started making a profit last year. Amazon lost money for 15 years uh, because they were going into debt and investing into making something profitable. Um, so the government tries to do the same thing in essence, and that's what modern monetary theory is kind of centered around, which is it doesn't really matter how many dollars we print as long as we spend those dollars in areas of investment. The biggest problem with this is, is that governments have never been good at investing yeah. in anything, by the way. And it's because so much money gets uh, squandered and wasted. In fact, I read a report um, the other day that the federal government has literally spent like a billion dollars on informants over the last couple years. <laughs> um, the FBI and DEA and all that have literally paid some people millions of dollars to uh, commit crimes so that they could catch people committing bigger crimes. It's That's a good investment. Yeah, absolutely insane. And there's an investigation going on. And so a company going into debt like Tesla, who's uh, deriving a new technology or whatever, what people are giving them money for and allowing them to go into debt, and they're taking a risk on that investment is because they believe in the future that company is going to be so profitable, it's going to pay back 10, 20, 100 fold or more, right? What pro the problem with the, with the government doing that is that the government has no risk. Mm -hmm. There's no risk. With people, there's risk, right? You can lose your home. You can lose whatever it may be. It comes can, down to incentives. Exactly. The government cannot pr do this in practice or at least has failed to always do this in practice throughout history because there is no incentive for them. There is no risk for them. They can just keep printing and keep stealing money. And so the this modern monetary theory doesn't work in, in what Elon Musk is saying here, um, which I think is good that he's that he is speaking about this, which is something's going to got to give because the the investments that the government may, is making is not producing an ROI. There's no return on the investment. And so something's got to give, which eventually becomes the government is going to be so far into debt that they're going to have to inflate the the debt away which is what we're which is what we're heading towards yeah modern monetary theory you could say you could entertain a world where it would work if the money that the government printed to put into things actually returned more value than the amount of money that they printed to put into it if it created more value than the amount of money that they spent and so, yeah, Tesla is a good example of that. Whatever amount of money was put into Tesla, they're creating more value than that. Whatever amount of money was put into Amazon, they've created way more value than that. When you take the money and you put it into something and you don't create more value than the amount of money you put into it, then the theory doesn't work. You just end up having to keep printing new and new money. If the government was actually good at this, then the $100 trillion that they had taxed away from the people would would not have us in a twenty eight point four trillion dollar hole right now. We would be in a in a massive budget probably, surplus at the moment. Probably get rid of taxes because they would have so much money. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's keep going with some of this. He uh. So he did a thirty minute interview here, and he spent half of it talking about the government and the role of government and all that. So it was just really cool. This is good to have someone out there talking about this stuff government. You said at this conference actually a year ago that you think government should really just be hands off when it comes to innovation. 
Though with this bill, there is a lot of support for EVs, and it could be the, the biggest change that we've seen uh, throughout the country in terms of the infrastructure of EVs, and it, and it helps Tesla. What do you think the role of government should be? Um, I, I think the, the role of government should be that of like a referee, um, and you know, like, uh, and and uh, but not a player on the field. Um, so. Um, generally, you know, government should, I think, just try to get out of the way and and not uh, impede progress. I think we're, there's a general problem, not just in the U.S., but in, in most countries where the rules and regulations keep um, increasing every year. Uh, rules and regulations are immortal. They don't die. There's not a natural... Occasionally, you see some law with a sunset provision, but but really, otherwise... The vast majority of rules and regulations uh, live forever. And so if more rules and regulations are applied every year, and it just keeps growing and growing, eventually uh, it, it just it takes longer and longer, and, and it's harder to do things. Um, and there's, there's not really um, an effective garbage collection system for removing rules and regulations. Um, and so the, gradually, the, the, this, this hardens the arteries of civilization, um, where you're able to do less and less over time, um, so I think government should be really trying hard to get rid of rules and regulations um, that perhaps had some merit at some point, but uh, don't have merit uh, currently. But there's very little effort in this direction. We got to take a break and talk about our sponsor, BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness, something preventing you from achieving your goals? I've gone through this before. Charlie's gone through this before. He uses BetterHelp himself. I've gone and talked to counselors before. Sometimes maybe you're being a little bit too hard on yourself. Maybe there's a different perspective that you need to look out for. Taking care of your mental health is something that is very important and it's also very possible. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You're going to connect in a safe and private online environment. So much more convenient than fighting traffic, going into the office somewhere. You just get on the app and talk to someone. You can start talking to them in under 24 hours. This is not some self-help app. This is actual professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor anytime, and you're going to get a timely and thoughtful response. And you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, all without ever having to go to that freaking waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to giving you great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need to. If they match you up with someone and you don't like them, you can switch over to someone else. It's more affordable than actually going into the office because you're just doing it over an app. And this is available worldwide. You got expertise in so many different areas. Depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family, grief, self-esteem. Anything you share is confidential. This is very convenient. It's professional. It's affordable because you're doing it through an app instead of going into the office. You can go to the website and check out the testimonials. And by the way, this is not a crisis line. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. There's a reason for that because a lot of people are using this app to get help. If you want to start living a happier life today as a listener, you get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com GML. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. That's betterhelp.com slash 
GML. Too many rules and regulations. He said that government should not get in the way of progress, uh, which is very true. He's mm. obviously creating a, a, a lot of progress, a lot of new things, a lot of new innovations. And he's probably as big as battle is with the government all the time, whether or not they're going to let him put a rocket up in the space or something like that, and uh, whether or not they're going to let him put his cars on the road. And, and they're constantly standing in the way of innovations all the time. He also says the government should be a referee, which has always been a good analogy, that they're just out there to make sure that uh, people aren't breaking the rules of the game. If we, if we have a game analogy, they should come out there and, and not break the rules of the game. They shouldn't come out there and say, you know... Uh, untie the players shoelaces and stuff like that or or uh, try and hold them down when they're running anything like that like what they what they normally do they should be out there to just make sure that everyone's playing by the same rules all the time so once again just a good thing to have or him like out there saying this with one team they put hurdles on the field and yeah with the other team they remove those hurdles yeah you know it's a lot easier to run 100 yards with no hurdles than it is without i've tried it before you're you're totally right about that it's uh, much easier mm-hmm. when you when you don't have the hurdles and they're constantly putting those hurdles into place then we get into the tax credits i mean That's i could just run really right big thing yeah yeah no problem for you i'm yeah. sure <laughs> can you just run over them like yeah. just push them over exactly i don't know why people haven't been trying that all right let's see what else he had to say when it comes to the ev tax credit stuff like that but you know just going back to that that infrastructure bill for a second um the because um, someone has a criticism of Tesla is like, hey, Tesla gets all these subsidies. But uh, it's worth noting that for the the vehicle purchase tax credit, the $7,500, Tesla stopped getting that like two years ago. So we've, uh, whereas um, uh, everyone else, I think, except for GM, still gets the $7,500 tax credit. So all of our you know sales this year and I think last year were uh, it had nothing to do with the, 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 the tax credit because we were no longer eligible because we'd made so many electric cars. Uh, Tesla's made roughly two-thirds of all the electric cars in the United States. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure most people are aware of that. One r- thing real quick, that's an important point. Tesla has made two-thirds of all the cars in the United States. But GM is leading the way yeah. the, in, in EVs. And that's what we should definitely... I'm sure that's what he's trying to get at right there. He says, I'm not sure many people know that, but we've made... Two thirds of all the EVs in the United States. Um, so, yeah. So Tesla's made basically twice as many electric vehicles as the rest of industry combined, um, and we, we don't need the seventy-five hundred dollar tax credit. Um, I would say, honestly, I would just can this whole bill. Don't pass it. That's my recommendation. What? It, what about what about the the support though for the charging network? I mean, there are there are parts of this bill and. and- no? No. I mean, you know, do, do we need support for gas stations? Uh, we don't. So uh, there's, no, there's no need for this, uh, for, for support for a charging network. I would delete it. Delete. <laughs> delete it. <laughs> delete. 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 <laughs> That's good. So <clears throat> we talked about this point a whole lot. Um, he, he makes, and he makes, a, has a really good comeback to that. We, we don't need support for gas stations. We didn't, you know, we don't need that. Obviously, the gas stations are going to pop up. People are driving cars. People need to put gas stations out there. The EV charging networks are going to pop up as more and more people are using EVs. And Tesla's putting EV charging stations all over the place. So they're not going to be able to sell any cars if no one can charge their cars anywhere. So they have a really big incentive to make sure that there's charging stations around. We don't need the government to come in and incentivize 
charging stations, the people that are trying to sell the EVs have all the incentive to do that, or people who want to open charging stations, just like gas stations. Maybe gas stations want to put charging stations at them mm-hmm. so they can sell stuff. I don't know. I don't know how long it takes to charge an EV. Probably a little bit. You might need a, a restaurant. Or maybe other <clears throat> places like parking garages and mm-hmm. um, uh, restaurants or other types of buildings to attract people who drive EVs. I mean, you see it in you see it currently in cities, but this, uh, you know, what kind of support did um, gas stations need back when cars were first invented? You know, regular cars that ran on gas. I mean, the incentive is already out there for people to make a profit off of uh, charging stations, whether it be you offer that charge for free so people come into your store and buy things, um, or you offer it for a very low cost, which is basically what gas stations do. Gas stations make basically no money on their gas whatsoever. They're trying to get you inside the store to buy up the, their marked up uh, goods and services they want inside to sell the chips. store. They get me every time. Every anytime I see a drink, I have to buy a drink somewhere. It's they just a thing. Want you to buy a drink, or you know, I I pretty much have to have a drink with me at all times. Like when I leave in the morning, I have to grab a drink to take with me. When I leave at the end of the day, I take a drink with me. When I go to a gas station, I go in and get a drink. Like I've got to have something all the time. Not a beer, yeah, or anything like that. Used to be a beer, not well, anymore. If you, I can't. If you drink from my cup, you'll never be thirsty again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now he starts to get pretty libertarian here. So let's get into some of the other good points he's making. Okay. All right. I'm literally literally saying get rid of all subsidies. And but also for oil and gas. If you think about also how this affects your competitors, is that is that impact how some of your view on this? Um, I mean, may, maybe they need it. I, I don't know. Uh, but I, I think just generally, uh, I'm in favor of deleting subsidies. I mean, when we started Tesla, there were there were no EV subsidies at all. And gasoline was super cheap. Uh, we did not anticipate any subsidies. Uh, that, that came later. And, and that came, the, the $7,500 tax credit came as a result, not of Tesla activity, but of, of General Motors lobbying for it. Um, so, you know, um, I would just say, just just delete them all. All right, but oh, like, there's there's some other good things in this bill that some would argue. I mean, the, a lot of money earmarked for R and D. Would would you want to put that towards something? No. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to move on from the bill because I think we get what uh, you're saying on it. it. In, in general, we, we should just we, we, if we don't cut government spending, uh, something really bad's going to happen. This is crazy. Our, our spending is so far in excess of revenue; it, it's insane. Um, like you could zero out all billionaires in the, in the country. There's all this like anti-billionaire BS. Uh, well, uh, if, if you zeroed out all the billionaires, you still wouldn't solve the deficit. All right, I'll ask you another question around uh, the billionaire BS. Say tomorrow we, we've talked, you get the phone call from, uh, from President Biden. Next day, actually, we decide we, we elect you to Congress. Somehow this happens. You're now working on tax bills. You're, you're working on tax policy. What, what is, how do you tax someone like Okay, sorry. Before we um, go on to anything else, he makes the case that if you zeroed out all the billionaires, you wouldn't solve the deficit. Wouldn't even, yeah, you wouldn't even cover <laughs> the deficit. So that's a pretty big point that people need to, to realize. Now, I think the billionaire wealth would cover the deficit if you zeroed it, because I think it's 
between somewhere four to five billion right now. So I think it would actually cover a year's or, or trillion. Sorry, I thought the trillionaire wealth was like two point one, or the billionaire wealth was like two point one. Well, that was before the pandemic, Charlie. They've oh, okay. they've increased their wealth by eight hundred billion percent since then. So it's a it's a lot more. I don't know what the actual wealth is. Maybe someone can pull that stat up. I think Charlie's working on it right now. So we'll we'll um we'll see what that stat is. So maybe it would cover the deficit, but that's just for one year. And then there's all the same spending the next year after that. And so what are you going to do then? Obviously, the tax money is going to have to come from the people or they're just going to print it and inflate it away. We talked a little bit a little bit about inflation yesterday. So the wealth <clears throat> of U.S. billionaires is close to four trillion. So, yeah, you're right. OK. So it might cover the deficit, but I'm sorry, it wasn't that clip. This is the clip where he starts to really say some good, good uh, libertarian stuff, even though he says he's not a libertarian that wants to get rid of government or anything. I think to start. Um, then, you know, at some point, really what you're doing is capital allocation. So you're not, it's not money for personal expenditures. It's it, what you're doing is, is capital allocation. And it does not make sense to take uh the, the job of capital allocation away from people who have demonstrated great skill in capital allocation and give it to, uh, you know, an entity that has demonstrated very poor skill in, in capital allocation, which is the government. Uh, I mean, you can think of the government essentially uh, as a corporation in the limit. So that <clears throat> we'll talk about that point just really quick. That's a that's basically the point that we're making all the time. That's the point we started with, with the modern monetary theory thing. The government's not good at allocating money. They're not good at allocating resources. And that's that's not just our government. That's all governments. Yeah, that's it's not. You need the people that are specialized in those industries, the people that have the right incentives, that are taking the risk, that want to put the money into the right things. And now how do you know who those people are? They, they they'll tell you. They're the know. ones who rise yeah. to the top in the yeah. free market. Those are, they're the ones that are going to tell us that. So he makes a good point that you don't want to take the resources away from the people who have proven that they're really good at allocating resources and give it to a group of people who has proven that they're really bad at allocating resources. Doesn't make it just don't make no sense. All right, let's go, Elon. Uh, it, it is it is a, the government is simply the biggest corporation with a monopoly on violence, and, with, most- and where you have no recourse. That's the most interesting thing I've ever heard him say. Yeah, he said that on Rogan's podcast a while back, but he he goes further into it because she's like, she doesn't know. She's like, whoa, whoa, can you tell me about this for a minute? I've never heard of this crazy conspiracy theory before. They're the biggest corporation with a monopoly on violence. And he says, and where you have no recourse. That's that's absolutely true. And I, I, I put some of this on TikTok earlier and we had someone asking about this you know that the basic idea is that well we get to vote for the people that are in control of the government so that's a good thing that they're able to have the monopoly that they have because we get to vote for them but it doesn't matter you know i didn't vote for the government that we have right now i didn't vote for the people that are making the rules and the laws that we have right now but i'm still forced to give them my money but maybe i don't like what nike is doing i don't i'm giving nike any of my money I, at all i've literally literally never done that before (laughs) (laughs) these are my painting flip-flops right here that's if you're not watching the video uh, that's how much you care about nike (laughs) wearing a nike flip-flop in their shoes a friend gave these to me by the way dustin gave these to me like eight years ago an under armor guy i am mainly under armor yeah but that's the thing like if i don't like what they're doing i don't have to give them my money they're not going to show up in my house they're not going to send me a bill they're not going to do anything like that and so there's my vote. They're not going to force you to run. Yeah. 
they're not going to force. <laughs> that's the number one thing. Not going to force me to run. Yeah. Because I don't like running. Yeah. It's bad for my back. Because if they force you to run, you might want the Nike shoes. If, you know, they're really good running shoes. Mm. No, maybe they should lobby for some government health efforts like that. We yeah. get more people running in an effort to sell more stuff. Exactly. Mm. That's I should talk to their marketing people. All right, so he but keeps this going. Is, this is White Pill Wednesday, so. It is White. Yeah, you're right. We got to say good stuff. We don't hate Nike. No, they're awesome, I guess. Prefer others. They're, yeah. all, all those Chinese kids love them. I tell you yeah. what, you can't beat my moccasins. <laughs> Just can't. Can you explain the last part quickly? And then we're, I want to move on to some product stuff. Sure. I, I mean, I can talk for a bit longer, if you'd like, than the half hour. <laughs> Um, if, you, if you're worried about getting through all your questions. Um, but, uh, a corporation in the limit. So um, if you, it, it is the most corporate thing. It is, the, it is maximum corporation. Um, and it, but it's also a monopoly um, and, and also is the only one that's allowed legally to do violence. So why, why would you want to give a, a corporation with no competition that, that can't even really go bankrupt. Um, more money. Um, now, now, it's not as though I think the. So, I, I just, you know, he's good at explaining that kind of stuff. Once again, the reason this is so white pill is that he's got a massive audience. People listen to him. There are massive Tesla fans out there and SpaceX fans that probably don't think about any kind of government philosophy or maybe they're not that into politics or maybe they are and they just think that, oh, we should help people. We should pay our taxes, it's going to be good for the poor and stuff like that. And maybe they're just now getting this little seed planted in their mind right now that, huh, the government has a monopoly on violence, use of force, there's no recourse, they're actually just a giant corporation that I have no control over. And maybe it's not a good thing that they take money from my my buddy Elon over here and then they spend it on stuff that is that is worthless. You know? Yeah, and if, if you hate corporations, maybe you should hate the one you should most hate is the biggest corporation of all. Yeah. The, the, which is the government. It, they, they are a corporation. And so, yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think that someone with, I don't know, what is he, 100 million Twitter followers now or pretty close? Oh, yeah, I don't 60, know what he's at. It's, million, it's probably a lot. Um, who is uh, saying these words. And this video is at currently half a million views. Yeah, it just came out yesterday, so, two days ago. So I think it's really, that is, he's planting a white pill um, seed. He is. That's what he's doing. And they probably didn't know he was going to do this before no. he got on there. You know, they probably didn't know they were going to spend half of it talking about the philosophy of government or what the government should be doing, that they, that they shouldn't be doing this bill and shouldn't be doing the subsidies. But hey, they got, they got to put it out there. This is Elon Musk talking. So this is, this is good. This is good. You know, it's Wednesday. So it's good. He then goes in a little bit more detail on this uh, for the last clip here. I just thought it was interesting. He starts drawing comparisons to uh, communists and uh, communism and fascism and stuff like that uh, and how their economies were back in, back in the old days. So, so I'm not somebody who is, who is sort of an extreme libertarian uh, and thinks the government should not do anything. I just think we should... Um, minimize what the government does because the, the government's efficiency at spending is is just going to be lower than um, a, a competitive commercial company, but by a lot. Um, if you look at, say, um, East Germany versus West Germany or North Korea versus South Korea, and you look at the GDP per capita of uh, East and West Germany or North and South Korea, the, the, the difference is gigantic. Um, 
And that's just the difference that you, between East and West Germany. Or, uh, um, you know, it's, it's like a random line was drawn, uh, basically depending on where the, the, the Red Army was and, and where the Allied troops were. Um, and uh, East Germany's productivity was like uh, at least five times worse than West Germany. Um, and it's not like West Germany was like some bastion of capitalism. They were quite socialist, really. So this, it may be as much as an order of magnitude difference between a, the efficiency of, of a competitive private company versus the government. I'm gonna- hmm. I agree. Makes a good comparison there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know. I just, as I was watching this, I was like, yeah, man, I need him to have a podcast. I'm listening to a libertarian podcast from Elon Musk. Now there's problems. You know, he still thinks that we're going to need like a universal basic income. It's still interesting to me that people can say all this and then say, oh, also we need to uh, make the government bigger than it's ever been in history also, because how are they going to collect all that money for the universal basic income? They're going to have to have the 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 biggest tax regime in the history of the world to be able to do that. He also thinks well, that... Well, his, you know, his plant is still growing, Nate. That's true. Because he That's had true. a seed. And now the, the thing about it is, is that the government... Uh, choices are really affecting him and his business. Mm-hmm. And so now he's he's thinking through these things, whereas previously he may not have thought about them. And so as he's thinking through them, I think he's coming uh, closer to the truth. As anyone who does when they think about these things, they get closer to the truth. He seems to have become more and more libertarian-ish over time. I think the longer he gets into this, the maybe the more that's going to happen. And it's going to be a really nice a really good voice to have out there talking to people. We just need to highlight this because he's got a way bigger audience than any libertarians do. And he's talking to people who probably don't agree with him on a lot of these things, or it might be the first time that they're hearing any of this. So just, yeah, I was, uh, I was excited to hear it. Um, when it comes to the UBI, Joe mentioned replacing other entitlements. I'm still back and forth on that one. I mean, if it replaced all entitlements, that's one conversation. We also know that it won't replace all other entitlements. They would do a UBI and a bunch of other entitlements as well. That that's actually what would happen. And and so, but if we talked on like a philosophical term, I mean, like if list, they actually did that. That list of entitlements that you read off the other day. It's a lot. Which is a lot. I mean, it, that's the one thing is like once you give something out, it's very hard to take away. Very easy to add to the list. Mm-hmm. But how do you start to take it away? Because then anybody has an emotional story they can attach to it. Yeah, they'll still do that and then also have other other entitlements. And there's a good argument also on the other side of that, that making the welfare state more efficient would not be a good thing. Like making it easier for that welfare state to exist is not obviously a good thing. Maybe it's more efficient from a government standpoint. But making it easier for everyone to have that as opposed to making it harder for everyone to get that uh, might give them some incentives to get out of it. Or if it was really easy, they would have less incentives to get out of it. And so Fee has a really good article about that that we've talked about before. So I think that there's a good argument on both. There's fine people on both sides of that argument. Mm. So we can go on to the next one or we can we can end it right there. I don't know. I I think that that's... Let's, Let's do one more here. Okay. You sent this article to me. It was actually... One of the only things I had tagged in my email for today. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you for sending that. As many people as hate me, I still do good and noble things. Even though you didn't email it to me, you texted it to me, and then I had to email it to myself afterwards. I know. It's just making those extra steps for you. Yeah. 
This is coming from CNBC. Amazon is making its own containers and bypassing supply chain chaos with chartered ships and long haul planes. So Amazon's like, yeah, I see your shitty supply chain stuff and I'll raise you my my own. My own supply chain. Exactly. This kind of tags along with all the stuff we've been talking yes. about from this yes. latest video. And this is good. People who are really good at uh, allocating capital should have the capital. They have an incentive to do this. Exactly. Also. For years. Now, this is for years, not just because the pandemic started. This is literally for years. Amazon has been quietly chartering private cargo ships, making its own containers, and leasing planes to better control the complicated shipping journey of an online order. Amazon's costly early moves are helping it avoid the long wait times for available dock space and workers on the country's biggest ports of Long Beach and Los Angeles. Now, why would Amazon do such a thing? Do they see a pandemic coming? No, no. No, their, their incentive is to make their business as streamlined as and as as efficient as possible because that's what's going to create the most amount of profit and look what it benefits oh people can get things in the middle of a pandemic which supposedly is causing this massive supply chain issue Mm -hmm. los angeles uh quote los angeles there's 79 vessels sitting out there up to 45 days waiting to come into the harbor amazon's latest venture that i've been tracking in the last two days it waited two days in the harbor as opposed to 79. Supposed to 79. Or 40, 45 days. The 79 vessels sitting out there yeah. uh, waiting 45 days to come into the harbor. Amazon is waiting two days. By chartering private cargo vessels to carry its good, Amazon can control where its goods go, avoiding the most congested ports. Quote, who else would think of putting something going into an obscure port in Washington and then trucking it down to L.A.? Most people are thinking, well, just bring the ship into L.A. But then you're experiencing these two weeks and three weeks delays. So Amazon's really taking advantage of some of the niche strategies I believe that the market needs to employ. So not only that, but they're basically reinventing shipping logistics. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, what's cheaper? Spending a little bit extra money to go to Washington and then spending a little bit extra money to truck those goods to L.A. or waiting 45 days to be able to come into port? And it turns out going all the way around to Washington and then trucking it back to L.A. is actually cheaper. Yeah. Um, otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it. By creating their own containers, that, or even if it's not cheaper, they're not losing customers because of all the shipping delays. Uh, by creating their own containers, they are essentially uh, guaranteeing that equipment is going to be available for them. This season, a handful of other major retailers, Walmart, Costco, Home Depot, Ikea, and Target, are also chartering their own vessels to bypass the busiest ports and get their goods uploaded sooner. So not, that's another thing they did. Not only is this evil, greedy monopoly of Amazon uh, creating better shipping logistics and all kinds of other things, they're also uh, forcing everyone else to do the same thing to keep up with them. That's what competition does. Yeah. So this is just an amazing display of free market competition this is what happens when you have the proper incentive structure in place the incentive is profit by the way it's more customers more profit and what that is equaling is uh, a better world for all the people that are trying to get all of their holiday shopping done they're able to get their goods a little bit faster now some stuff's out some stuff still taking a little bit longer but their pursuit of profit is what has led to them being able to still ship faster than everyone else and not spend all that time in the ports. One Jeff thing, Bezos just goes, I'll do it myself. And one thing I wanted to 
to explain a little bit more, we were talking about how uh, great this was for efficiency. Joe said, didn't you just argue against efficiency? I argued against efficiency when it comes to more efficiently giving people other people's money to live off of instead of them making their own way in life and living off of their own money and their own value that they created. So yes, I want to, I want the process of people not having to create value to live their lives to not be super efficient. And so that, that is, I am arguing against efficiency when it, when it comes to that. But when it comes to people freely trying to get their goods and freely trying to get all the things that they need, uh, then we see this efficiency come up. And I realize you, you can make the argument we could save money, there could be less taxation, less theft, all of that if it becomes more efficient. But what are the societal impacts of making it so much easier to be able to uh, make your way in life without ever having to create any kind of value and just live off of other people's money? What are the long-term effects of making that super efficient? I'm just saying that's one side of the argument. Not just economically, I'm, but you're talking psycho uh, psychologically. Yeah, just the whole societal impact of making it very efficient, very easy for people to not have to work and to be able to live off of other people's money. You know, I'm trying to look at the the overall impact as a society of making that very efficient. Yeah. I'm just saying that's a good side of the argument. So anyway, that's a, that's all I got for today. That's it. We're done. Folks, that's the White Pill Wednesday. And the live group here is very lively. So go to goodmorningliberty.locals.com. You need to sign up. Be part of that. Um, go to uh, mastermytrades.com as we get ready for a new year in the stock market, January 2022. Got some new folks signing up for that. So uh, always a fun place to be. Check out the strategies. There's the, at least a million videos on the website now. I'm not sure. Close how to they, a million. I'm not sure how they house them all. A little bit under a million. Yeah. Somewhere around 300 to a million. They did change the rules on us. It really annoyed me. They put a limit on the file size that you could upload. Oh, no. I think once they noticed that I uploaded 350 videos to the website, they started <laughs> limiting the file size. So then I was doing like these hour long training videos and I couldn't upload them uh, afterwards. And the, that was annoying, but so I Nate still snuck in all the other ones. Yeah, he broke them up for you. So go to mastermytrades.com, check that out. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, please. Uh, that's the place where the algorithms matter. And still, most people listen to this show on Apple Podcasts because it's the most popular place to listen to podcasts. It's mm -hmm. the most popular store, might, might you say. But uh, it's a free thing to do. And then subscribe on YouTube. If you only do one of these things that I'm asking you to do, then please subscribe on YouTube and uh, share the show with a friend, a family member, a foe, the children, and all your favorite uh, people. If you guys do all of those things, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning liberty. Liberty.